Before we get to the thing thing thunk, this episode contains talk of self-harm, suicide, and violence. Please proceed with caution. Thank you. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back. Um, I'm your host, Allison, and then we have our guest. Hi. Gabby. <laughs> I'm Lydia Rodriguez. Uh, two guests the same as last episode, and this week we're covering the Cecil Hotel. If you're unfamiliar with the Cecil Hotel, it is a budget hotel in Los Angeles. It's near Skid Row, and it's had um, its fair share of stuff going on with it. Murders. Crimes. Um, it was built in 1924. It was supposed to be for businessmen and tourists. And it was supposed to be like an opulent thing. It was supposed to be bougie. That was the, that was the vibe for the hotel when it was built. But due to its location, it was built of I think three or four streets away from Skid Row, which is a which is home to a large popu- homeless population. So the exact grew. The hotel declined, and there's been 16 unexplained or sudden deaths in the hotel. The majority of them happened during the Great Depression. The first documented one we have is in was three years after it opened in, two, uh, not 2000, in 1927, <laughs> a man shot himself after he, after his wife found out she was having, he was having an affair. And the hotel's been referred to as a suicide hotel, even before social media, but as social media is a thing, it's now even worse. And so, and then a bunch of other stuff's happened in this hotel. Um, during the 80s, it was known as a, a spot for, like, adultery, drug activity. It was a common ground for prostitutes and sh- sex workers of that nature. During the 80s, also, it was home to Richard Ramirez. All I know about this man... Oh, this is Lydia, by the way. All I know about this man is that in the American Horror Story um, uh, seasons, or that, um, what's it called? That show, I guess. American um, Horror Story? American Horror Story, that show. Yeah. Um, in the the one season called 1984, the character that plays Richard Ramirez is just really attractive. Thank you. Um, but he was known in L.A. as the nice as, as the nice stalker. Actually, I do. I watched a, a documentary about him, and honestly, I think it's like one of the most terrifying, if not the most terrifying documentary I've ever watched. Now, this man, obviously, he was a serial killer, but what made him so terrifying is he wasn't like, I don't know, like Ted Bundy who killed women or um, Jeffrey Dahmer who killed men. Like, this this man literally killed anyone. Like, men, women, like, adults, like, old people, children. Like, there was no specific pattern, I guess, and that's what made him so terrifying. Dang. So this man, uh, he stayed in the hotel for, like, two weeks. And, like, they didn't see a problem with it. They let him stay there. And I'm like, bro, like, why? Th- this man is known as the Night Stalker. Well, they, obviously, at the time. Was, I, don't, I don't think, I think back then, I think back then, he wasn't, he wasn't noticed as that until he was found out. So I think they were just like, oh, yeah, let this attractive man stay at this, at, like, at my Cecil Hotel. But, like, was he attractive? Like, or is it just the Netflix interpretation made him attractive? Attractive. Actually, in my opinion, he wasn't attractive. But just like, just like or other serial killers like Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer, like, people f- are like, wow, they're attractive. And, like, after he was caught and he was sent to okay, prison. Okay, And I think he was given the death penalty even. Like, while he was in prison, he would get letters from, like, fans basically just... I don't know, adoring him because he was so attractive. 
which is horrifying. Also, he was a regular along the skid row, so he would kill a bunch of homeless. I think there was a even a Criminal Minds episode about him, where like they would like. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, but there's an episode in Criminal Minds where there was someone along skid row who was killing homeless people, and like no one really cared about it because they were homeless, they didn't have any family, but he was killing them frequently. <laughs> and then the next, the the next most popular thing that happened there. Well, this is from A&E True Crime. Uh, the, a Canadian student, Lisa Lamb, uh, she was found in a uh, water cooler. Not a water cooler. What do you call them? A water and cistern slash tank on the roof of the hotel. So, like, she was dead, drowned. But, like, so, like, there, there's a, the last, the last scene video of her is in, a ho- is in the hotel elevator, pressing all those buttons, acting really weird. It's, like, a six-minute video. It's very creepy. It's very creepy. It's very, very creepy. But... So, like, she pressed the button. She was supposed to stay there for, I think, three nights is what she checked in as. She checked in for three nights' day. She did have bipolar disorder, which is kind of what they're leaning towards. Like, they, they reenacted their statement. But um, the only reason that people found her is because residents complained about the water pressure and the tap water being brown. So they opened up the water thingy, and boom, dead body. She was also naked. Um, so I have a theory about this. So, if you have seen the video, it's very eerie. It's it's almost as, like, she is scared and she's just pressing all these buttons, but the elevator doors are not functioning. They're not closing. And so, when she's in there, she's, like, so she presses the buttons, and then she, like, hides in the corner, like, kind of away, like, from the doors, Almost like she's scared of something that's outside in the hallways. And then when nothing comes out, like, the doors still aren't shutting. So then she goes, like, kind of out and, like, looks both ways. Like, super scaredish, um, looking up and down the hallways. And still nothing is, like, happening. But she's still, like, super scared. Um, She's on edge the whole time. And there was a conspiracy theory that I heard. I don't know if uh, you've heard it, Gabby. Maybe you did. I don't really know. Um, but... It's of this one where this hotel, how many floors did this hotel have, do you know? I think it had 15, but they only said 14 because, you know, like the 13th floor thing, people don't count the 13th floor. Okay, fantastic. So, the 13th floor is said to always be weird. It's supposed to be like another, um, uh, un- not universe, but another dimension. dimension. Thank you. <laughs> so, yes. Oh, well, the back rooms. Um, not really. But, so it's, but it's said to be like another dimension. Um like a glitch in time and so there's wasn't it like she if like you would press a certain pattern of buttons you would get taken to a floor is that what it is do you want to do you want to it's the elevator game here's gabby (laughs) so the elevator game is it's a creepypasta thing online like i don't know if anyone has actually tried it Mm -hmm. But apparently, if you go to a hotel with, like, a certain number of floors, I think it has to have, like, more than ten. Okay. And you get in the elevator by yourself, and then you press the buttons in, like, a specific order. Once you reach one of the floors, I think it's floor number five, the doors will open, and this strange lady will get in the elevator with you. But she's not actually human. So you can't look at her. I think she will try asking 
talking to you or asking you something, you can't answer because then she will kill you. Um, and then I think the elevator keeps moving, and then when you get, like, back to the 10th floor or something, doors open, and you're basically in another dimension. Now, the reason why I don't think anyone has actually done it is because there's no explanation as to how you get back yeah. to reality. So it's a, it's a, I guess it's a rumor online, and I, I know it's been theorized that, um, the girl who died, she was playing this game, and that's why she was acting so weird in the elevator. I would like to mention we have a special guest with us today, um, Calypso. Oh. The cat came to join us. Oh, she's leaving now, but, um, my roommate's cat came in, Calypso. She's adorable. She's our special guest for the day. But, um, so, this was, this happened in 2013, I believe. And the L.A. coroner's office initially ruled her case as undetermined cause of death. But then a few months later, they changed their statement to accidental drowning with bipolar disorder and significant and listed under as a significant condition. Because initially when she checked in this hotel, she, she's had two stays here. Her first day, she was staying in a hostel, like a hostel site. So she had two roommates. And the first two roommates she lived with, she had to be requested to have a separate room. Because the two people she was living with could not do it. Like physically would not live with her because of her the mental illness. She had other things besides bipolar disease. I'm not sure what they were, but this is not her first time she was at this hotel. It, but she had to be in a room by herself for a specific reason. And then, so like after this case happened, it was kind of like the nail in the metaphorical coffin for the ho- the hotel, the Cecil Hotel. And in 2011, uh, they changed their name. They changed it to Stay on Main to try and leave a path behind. And um, it didn't work very well. I mean, so far there hasn't been any other major deaths or deaths period since then. But um, one that I thought was worth mention. In 1944, a lady named Prudence was sharing a room with her boyfriend who she was pregnant with. She was she was pregnant with, like, the dad was the boyfriend. And she, but she wasn't aware she was pregnant. And then she went into labor. And then she had the baby. But her boyfriend was still sleeping. And then she threw the baby out the window. The baby lived the fall somehow like a newborn baby lived through the fall somehow and then she was child for murder because she chucked her own baby out the window but she claimed insanity and she was n- and she was she was not guilty because the reason of insanity i'm just shocked at how so she yeah so she went to the bathroom to not wake up her her boyfriend who was asleep which I don't know why you wouldn't want to wake up your boyfriend with his kid. Like, hey, I'm in labor. This is your child. Help me. Okay, okay, true. Okay. Um. So. So she just like drops her kid out the window, um, because she thought it was dead, but he wasn't. So anyway, um, I don't know. I think that's weird. Do you know anything else like about like her in the mental institute or anything? Or I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened to her. This woman after this. But she's was she was seen by three psychiatrists like in her in her like trial, and she was determined mentally confused. Mm-hmm. But keep in mind, this was the forties. Whenever they would send women to mental institutions for just about any reason, yeah. so like <laughs> this, she, she could have not been guilty. But like honestly, who chucks their newborn baby out of a window? Maybe it's the hotel man. Maybe there's just some. S- s- I think there might be like a little like a curse thing or like even like a poltergeist just a just a thing that gets in your head that's like hey you should throw your kid out the window even though you just had him like 
you don't just do that. And maybe you do, and if you do, maybe that's why you claimed insanity. But, I don't know. Weird. I mean, I feel bad for that. Because, recently, as in, like, the past few years, this hotel has actually been converted to housing for the homeless, which is fantastic. So, the, um, Sierra... (laughs) What? (laughs) I just thought it... It was funny how they turned this into a homeless shelter because obviously there's so much death surrounding this hotel so it's almost as if they're trying to kill the homeless and hypothetically if my point about there being like this weird curse thing on the hotel wouldn't the people wouldn't the homeless people i guess also be like I'm gonna do terrible things in this hotel and kill everybody or kill even myself, like, things like that. I don't know. Something's fishy. I really want to check this hotel out, though. I think it'd be really fun. Um, it's been, a, it's been like, apartments for, like, a year, and so far, n- nothing fishy has happened, but it was, it was funded by the, um, Skid Row Housing Trust, so it's for people who fall under, like, fall under... $24,000 annually in Los Angeles County or less and uh, there's public funding to, for places to live so that it was converted from a 700 room hotel into I think a 550 apartments like they're not ma- they're not big like there was renovations they got halted but like as opposed to living in either a shelter or out on the street it is a it is a nice place like they're they're it it, it they're, they are trying to do good like it is there is a purpose to it, but, like, why would you... Like, these people have already been through enough. Like, why put them in a cursed place? Like, this yeah. ha- this place is definitely cursed. <coughs> the thing is, I feel with, like, with most supernatural or, like, cursed things, like, people don't take them seriously. So, like... I mean, like, you know, like, the government's gonna be like, oh, we have this building that's not being used. Like, why not? <laughs> They're just not going to believe the rumors, I guess. Okay, so I just looked up conspiracies on, like, Cecil Hotel and Lisa Lamb. And apparently, on Netflix, there's a true crime documentary called Crime Scene, The Vanishing at Cecil Hotel. And it basically just tells her her story, the 19-year-old, or the 21-year-old. Um, and that's, I don't know, like, I'm just going to keep reading, but you guys keep talking. But like, but what Tagabi said about why not use it? That's really what Sierra, I think it's Alania's how you pronounce her name. She is like the manager, like the chief of this project, and she's like, it's the best use for this space. Um, it's used to bring a lighter side to the darkness of the the building has had. And I'm like, well, yes, it is a good use of the building. Like, but honestly, this place needs an exorcism. It needs a lot of stuff. It does not need people to be living in it. Like, it was bad enough for people to stay there for a few nights, but like people have done everything to themselves like wikipedia has like a list of like all the crimes and all the deaths that have been committed here and a lot of them are poison a lot of them are gunshot like it's just like why are we having people actively live here that like whenever people have poisoned themselves people have shot themselves people have hung themselves and like it just why i don't see the point Okay, so I just, there was, so there's like multiple theories on this, um, but theory number four says that uh, her murder, Elisa Lambs, was a copycat murder, um, saying in 2005, a movie called Dark Water, uh, there's people at an apartment complex where the main characters, oh, here's Allison. 
think Dark Water takes place in Parkersburg, West Virginia. I think it does. It's it's about it's about an oiling. I believe this movie. I could be wrong. It's about an oil and gas company in Parkersburg, West Virginia, which is near my hometown, which is why I know about it. <laughs> but <laughs> but <laughs> that's not important. But like this was like a huge scandal because, but and people were e- either being put in creeks. But it was it was a small town issue. It happened mm. in West Virginia, or is it something different? Am I off on an entire tangent? Um no all. No, I think you're right. All it says is just a general. Um, people lived at an apartment pop- complex where the main characters lived, co- where the main characters live, and then they complain that the drinking water is dark and it tastes off, and this just leads to the discovery of a girl in um, the girl's body in the water tank on the roof. It is not in Park Forest, Virginia. It is in fact in Cincinnati, Ohio. <laughs> 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 if you didn't hear that, uh, both of them were very shocked. That is meowing at a cat, but that's rather here nor there. But yeah, it happened in um, Cincinnati, Ohio, which I did not know. I thought it 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 was based off Parkersburg, West Virginia, and the Mid Ohio Valley, which is Marietta. So it was based off Parkersburg and Marietta in the Mid Ohio Valley, but it was filmed in. It was from DuPont. Oh my God, bro! No, literally, no, literally. DuPont is like was the ma- was the main chemical manufacturer along the Ohio Michigan River. So like that was it's very near. Like they closed like ten years ago, and like my dad's best friend lost his job because of Whoa. DuPont's closing. But I didn't realize that this movie was con- DuPont was connected to it. It it yeah, it was the thing. It was crazy. Um, another theory. And it says that this one is out there, so I'm um, not really sure. I'm just going to read it. Uh, some people note that there was a tuberculosis, tuberculosis outbreak at the time that Skid, at the time of, of Skid Row, uh, just a few blocks away from the Seas Hotel. An armchair expert points out that the test for the type of tuberculosis circulating was called Lamb Elisa, which I'm not going to say the whole thing, but it's literally her name, but flipped. Um, and then uh, it says some have also said lamb was used as, as a biological weapon to help take out the homeless population and that she was later killed after someone discovered that she had learned too much. But her autopsy didn't show any sign of, t- of tuberculosis. So that stre- that seems extremely unlikely. So I have no idea. I did hear about that because I remember about the, her whole her last name being first and then Elisa being second. And it's just life. I don't know, lamb is a big word, and then enzyme-linked immunosorbent essay, which is just Elisa, but I don't really know. What I mean, and I believe, that I could be wrong with this, most Asian cultures, the last name does come first. Like, I know, like, on, like, whenever, like, people try and, try and immigrate to the United States, like, they put their last name first. Like, it's, it's, it's a common thing, I believe, to have your last name first if you are, like, of Asian descent. I, I didn't really know about this until I looked it up and they gave me the idea to do this. I mean, it's a very interesting story. Like, bro, how do you end up in a water tank on the roof of a building? So, I'll, let, I'll pass the mag uh, on to Gabby after I say this. Um, it was also said that um, she apparently, so when she, when she was in there, like in the tank, she can't close the lid, okay? It's, it's impossible. You can't close the lid when you're already inside the tank. And uh, one of the workers told the police, I read this on the on the theory thing, um, one of the workers uh, told the police that, uh, oh, so rewind, sorry, Lydia's just getting ahead of herself. Um, so the tank in the initially was already closed, 
when the police saw it. And that's when the worker told the police that it was open when he found it, but he just decided to close it. So, I don't know. Sketchy. What I was going to say is that, um, like, other than that, like, I guess the door to, like, you know, like, go to, like, the rooftop, like, there was no way for her to open that door. Because, like, I think you needed, like, a special key or something that was, like, workers only. So, that was also kind of sketchy. Plot twist. The worker who found her killed her. (laughs) Seriously, though, yeah. For real, it it makes sense with what Gabby just said and what I just said. Like, the worker... Oh, I I mean, granted, would I close the lid if I found a naked body, a a dead naked body in, like, a water tank? Maybe, because that's just weird. It's kind of gross. I don't want... But I don't know, because it's evidence. I wouldn't want to close it. Yeah. But at the same time, like, that's just your first reaction. Like, if you find a dead body, you're obviously scared. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just closed it in a, in a rush. Pan- in a panic. But if she can't close from the inside, how hard, how hard is it to close this lid? Like, is it just, like, you push it closed, or do you have to, like, twist it and twist oh. it? Like, is it is it difficult to close? And also, like, you're tampering with evidence, bro. Like, you found a dead body, and you decided to change the makeup of the crime scene. Like, why? I've seen enough criminal minds to know that that's not the way to go, to put your DNA all over the crime scene. I don't really know how to explain this. You kind of have to see the picture to see it. But these are the water tanks. I'm looking at the water tanks right now. And the lid, it looks like just a little, so it's like a circle, a cylinder. It's just a cylinder. And then there's a little chunk, I guess, on the top. It's like a little square lid. It looks like a salt shaker. Like, you know, like the big iodized salt things, like you you have to open the spigot to pour it out. It looks very similar to that. That's good. That's good. That's good. Um, So... I don't, I don't, I'm assuming there's no handle on the inside to close yourself in. So I think that's how they say it's impossible to close it from, from inside. But I don't know. I mean, it's not designed to, you know, for someone to go for a swim in there. So (laughs) also why would this man, like, I understand that there's been, there was concern about like, like there was like dark water and stuff, but like it's high off the ground. Like the picture we're looking at, there's steps up to the, there's. There's four things, like there's four cylinders, four water tanks, but they look human height, like, 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 like scale, like the scale with like the people and that it looks like these things are over one person tall. Like it looks, he would have to have a ladder to get into them. So like this man knew what he was looking for, which just proves the theory that this man did it. He wasn't looking for a body. I think he was just trying to see, like, why the water was brown. If, if the water was brown in the tanks, like, what's the purpose of that? And. No, I don't think so. It's it's purified. And so this, I think, in the cylinders is already purified water, filtered water, so it shouldn't already be brown. And that's why residents were like, bro, my water's brown, it tastes weird, I don't know what's going on. And so the dude was just like, I'm going to go check. Who knows if this dude was by himself or if he had other people with him um, to to prove his alibi, but I don't really know. I don't really know. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Anyone, anyone else have any closing remarks on this statement? Um, I just think, like, so what? what's happening with this hotel? Like, why are there so many deaths? I think that it's just been a, a place where a lot of bad things have happened, obviously, like a lot of suicides, a lot of murders. And I think, like, all those tragedies kind of just leave their mark in the building so in a way the building just becomes like 
a magnet for like negative energy, I suppose. Going back to American Horror Story, there is literally a season called Hotel, and in that season, that's where like uh, if you die in that hotel, you stay. If you no, not if you die. If you check into that hotel, you cannot leave. So it's uh like the song um the uh, the Hotel California thank you by the Eagles. So literally as soon as you check in, you are not able to leave anymore. Like you are part of the hotel now. You stay in the hotel and like you try bringing people into the hotel to have them stay there. That's just the season. I don't know if that's what the actual season hotel is, <laughs> but that'd be kind of cool if it was. I mean this hotel, that's kind of Gabby said all these things leave a mark. And like I feel like the the three men who planned this, like they wanted it to be like a bougie upscale LA hotel, but they put it in a very poor part of LA that's always been kind of poor. It's in like the Skid Row region. It's in like the the homeless parts of Venice, and just like it it was never a good place to be. Like either if people were like either if either there were suicides or like there was a lot of drug activity, there was a lot of like sex worker activity. Like it was just never a good place to be. And I feel like sometimes you just can't change what it's meant to be. I agree with that, um, but I think like maybe the 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 builders were trying to like bring up the the area with this bougie hotel. Like, oh, you know, what if we get this five star hotel going? You know, maybe around Skid Row might not be homeless anymore. It'll be like up, cool, bougie, whatever. Obviously, that didn't happen. Um. So I don't know if you guys have watched The Shining. Yes, which is also said in a very elegant, very fancy hotel. Now, the thing with The Shining, and, like, this is just, you know, people theorizing about the movie. They basically are saying that, um, one of the theories is that the hotel was built on, like, on cursed ground, where, like, there was, like, this, like, genocide of, like, Native Americans or something. And it was just basically, like, tragedy after tragedy that just, I guess, left its mark... On, in, in this hotel, and that's why so much, um, there was so much death in it, so it could be the same thing. could be, like, native peoples, like, if they, like, since, like native peoples, okay, we're just specifying native peoples, not any, but, like, so, like, it might have been, like, a special grand where, like, if you build something on here, it's just cursed, because that was a thing in groups to, like, curse things. Yeah. It was a common occurrence. So I guess just to wrap up, um, Cecil Hotel has had a history. Uh, I don't know if it keeps having a history or not. I think in the notes it says no, not yet, but we don't know. Um, But the conspiracy is that she may have been playing the elevator game. She may have been murdered. She may have been suicide. Who knows? We will never know. I don't know. Stay tuned. See you.